You are now listening to In The Trench. Does this thing work right now? Yes. Okay, good. Well, I bet you guys are wondering where we've been these last few months. Um, and why I'm kind of wearing what I'm wearing. Before I get into that, can I just change it to something a little bit better, Nicole? Go right ahead. Full cut. Thanks. And we're back. Well, wow. Okay, so we've been gone. Or I've been gone for a few months, and I have a really, really good excuse. You guys might be thinking, oh, you know, he got busy, he lost interest, got lazy, new job, broke up with Nicole. What? None of those things. Believe it or not, let me run you guys through a little story and visualize this as I go along. It all started right as we finished our last episode. I actually managed to track down somebody huge for this podcast. So I'm walking out of the house as we just finished this episode. Nikki's in the back kind of cleaning up the, the studio, getting prepared for our next episode because we, we film back to back. We don't stop. And as you guys know before, we were just nonstop back and forth, back and forth. Anyway, I'm walking out of the house. I'm on the phone and I'm with Elon Musk. He was about to be coming on the podcast. Biggest announcement ever i'm sorry this is the way i have to go about it but we were on the phone with elon musk and i'm on the phone with him and i'm just talking to him we're going back and forth throughout the details we were setting up him coming on the podcast you know in about a week or so after our final podcast he was going to be an insane season three finale and in my opinion would have broken the internet because i have some banger questions for him and i'm walking out of the house and and i'm just saying thank you so much mr musk for coming on the podcast I appreciate it. I know my fans are going to love it a lot. And as soon as I finish saying that, this dark darkness just peeps up over the sky. And as I look up to see what it was, boom, a giant beam of light just comes down from the heavens. And I just, all I remember from that moment is just kind of blacking out a little bit. And, and, and that's it. I then wake up, I remember waking up all fuzzy on like this really white, bright light ship is the best way I can describe it. And these weird looking motherfuckers just start staring over me. They're talking in this weird language. All I see them is just like them touching each other, just looking around. It just felt, I felt very weird. And then I stick one in the face as soon as the other two leave. Cause I'm like, I have to fucking escape. I can't be stuck here in, in, this, in this place, in this prison, in this galactic prison. I have to go get back so I can film the podcast for you guys for with Elon Musk. I can't leave him hanging. So I stick this alien. It looked like to be the leader alien. I stuck him in the face. And I start... You what? stuck an alien in the face? Yes. An alien? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm in a ship. He seemed to be like the leader alien. So what I do is I stick him in the face. Okay. Any more questions about this? We're good. Great. After I stuck him in the face, I'm coming up to like this really weird, like metallic-y wall. I'm assuming this is like the exit. Now, granted, I don't know any of this UFO technology. I've been hitting the gym. I'm getting pretty strong. 
So I just remember just giving in my all, and I punched through, and right as I opened the gate. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that you busted through a metal wall? Yes. It was very alien technology. It was probably much weaker than Earth's Earth's metal. But I just remember being like this metallic-y wall, Uh and I just remember bashing through it. With no effort. Well, with effort. A little bit, but... I'm strong now. But on a spaceship, let's say, if that's where you were. <laughs> yes. Punched in through the wall. Yes, I punched through a wall. There's this metal wall in front of me. I punched through it. Anyway, back to the story. Okay. I then find myself like in this outside, like, foresty area. It might have been like a neighborhood. There was definitely a street. I don't know where I was. Definitely wasn't where I got abducted. And I just remember feeling all disoriented because it didn't feel like the same day. It definitely felt like time has passed. Like, the same like, like four months it could have been four months uh-huh. i believe it was four months because otherwise there's just no other way like mm-hmm. in my in my in my head though it's been this is this has all been like minutes hours like it hasn't been four months but it it seems to be that we're here today and i checked the time and it's been four months right so the point is i then find myself in like this really weird like outside area and i end up seeing these three fuckers that were inspecting me earlier. And they were just looking around for me. So I just remember I'm hiding. And and then this one motherfucker points at me, fucking gets me out. And then this he sends like his minions to just start chasing me. All I remember is this little fucking alien guy chasing me with his really weird run. This little guy, like, I'm talking about a really little guy here. Like, I'm talking small. Like, this guy was short. This guy was real short. That's all I remember. This really short guy who definitely does not lift as much as me starts chasing me. And this fucker tackles me to the ground. All I remember is looking back. And in my head, I'm always thinking, podcast, Elon Musk. I have to get home. I have to film with Elon Musk. And I turn around. I snatch the gun from his hands. You took his gun. So this was a very short and clearly out of shape alien. Uh Uh-huh. Like, we're talking somebody who does not go to the alien gym. Mm Mm-hmm. And if he does, he could barely bench over 265 in alien weight. So I look at him. You got to remember, I'm fueled by the rage that I haven't been on my podcast in four months. I have to do something. So I turn around, and I'm like, I'm just going to use my quick reflexes. Pa! Snatch his gun. Wow. Anyway, I snatch his gun. I turn around. I look him in the face. Pa! Pop him. And I see behind him, he has his two little minions coming after me. Really weird guy, especially the right ones. That one was fucking walking real weird. And I see him getting close to me. Pop, pop the right one. And I see the other one, like the leader. I pop it right after too. I just remember walking, walking, looking for a car ride. I, I guess I was in some neighborhood in some weird town. I don't know where I was. Clearly, it was still near my house because when I told the person to drive me, where to drive me, thankfully somebody picked me up. But I told him to drive me, and at this point, this is this is all happening like maybe forty-five minutes ago. Um, I told him, hey, this is my address, and he and he knew where to take me. It was like 30 minutes away. So I guess the aliens took me, and there's like a base above this neighborhood somewhere where they just chill. Or they, they used to chill because I murdered all of them, especially the really short one. Uh, he got it the worst, that really, really short one. He, You might think that when he tackled me, it hurt. Just caught me off guard. But I've been gone for four months. And then the worst part is you're, you're, you're thinking to yourself now, wow, they actually landed Elon Musk. He's been on the Biggest podcasts. 20 minutes ago when I got back home, I 
call Elon Musk. Well, I called his secretary because he didn't answer his cell phone. I think he blocked me. And I told her the situation. She thought I was crazy. And she said that Elon Musk is not coming on the podcast anymore. Moment of silence. He was guaranteed a position, like, uh, like a, a, an interview slot with me. And he didn't come on the podcast. Now, is that to say that he's never going to come on the podcast? No, I'm sure he's going to see this. He's going to feel really bad. He's going to understand the story, especially after witnessing the dramatic reenactment, which I'm sure you guys were able to see. I think there was a lot of good production value put into that. But it's, it's, it's a sad day. It's a sad day. Um, such a shame. You know how far we could be if we would have stayed on this for four months and those fuckers wouldn't have taken me? If you didn't get abducted, we would have. The best part of the whole abduction was actually getting abducted, sucked into that spaceship. It was a really cool feeling. Like, everything was tingling. But I do have to say, talking back to that experience of being abducted by these really weird aliens, there was this one alien, the one who crab-walked really weird. He was into some kinky shit. I don't remember seeing another alien touch the other one's nips. Like that? It just felt weird. I don't know. I feel I should have been scared, but I was more uncomfortable near that one. Yeah. You the other two all. the other two were kinda cool. Like I think they under like they respected me on a certain level. Especially since I was their superior both physically and vertically. But that's 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 my biggest takeaway from being abducted by aliens. Like, again, I apologize as the owner and runner and host and of this podcast, I got to apologize wholeheartedly for missing four months worth of posts. The Instagram was inactive because Nicole couldn't think to, you know, oh, update the viewers as I was abducted I by was aliens. I was more worried about where you were. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. What were you doing for four months? Vacationing, baby. Because I got back and it's like nobody was surprised to see me. No, we were definitely surprised. I didn't see any police tape. Nobody talked about calling the cops that I found. We knew you'd come back. Well, go ahead. Tell them what we're going to talk about today. On a lighter note, season four, baby, we are back. And we have a lot of cool episodes lined up. The new schedule is going to be every Friday at 8 p.m. And we're going to have a couple different episodes, a couple interviews lined up. Next week, we definitely have a very interesting episode with someone who's already been on the podcast and they've grown so much and actually went through a very interesting comeback story. We'll get into that a little bit later. But for this podcast, I do want to talk about some kind of weird and sketchy shit that's been happening since I've been gone these last four months. Um, a really quick story I want to touch before we get on into this, all these like mysterious uh, things and weird things that are happening. Um, did you guys see that story that Michael... Uh, Ah, Michael. That Magic Johnson donated blood, apparently. That shit fucking blew my mind when I saw it on Twitter. And I, I remember looking into it a little bit. And the and then the actual Twitter account that posted that was Cox Sports. So it's not true. Ended up not being true, which is fine. But I thought it was the funniest thing. That, that was actually something that Magic Johnson had to come out and say he has not donated any blood. I thought that was hilarious. But anyway, our first real story is... We're going to head into this one. Let me pull this up, this story right here. There was a mysterious red glow over the Pacific Ocean that left pilots baffled. I'm putting up the picture right here so you guys could see it. 
like, I don't know what that could possibly be. We just watched Stranger Things season four, which, in my opinion, it was a great production. I'm not going to get into that rabbit hole, but I, I've come to the conclusion that Stranger Things is actually ass. And we could have a whole episode dedicated to why it's trash. But I remember, just so you understand, after season four, I thought, wow, this is amazing. This is a great show. But then I started thinking to myself, no, this show is kind of trash. Every season's the same, but we'll get into that later. But this kind of happened after season four of Stranger Things came out, and these pilots posted these pictures. Personally, I have no fucking clue what this is. This is over the ocean. These are some, like, some, let's see. The images show an almost frightening red glow that cannot be explained. This did not stop people from commenting on the thread their own thoughts. Let's see what people think these thoughts were. Maybe fishing vessels have never clustered so much to concentrate so much light. Three possible scenarios. Fish populations down to small concentrations. Chinese fishing boats have fished out of the Pacific and are now factory fishing in the Atlantic. Atlantic-based fishing boats have adopted China's factory fishing strategy. Yeah, I don't think these were fishing boats. What do you, what do you think these could possibly be? I don't know. I really couldn't. I tried to look and I tried to. I read into it. It's definitely not a fishing boat and it's definitely nothing that can be seen. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. No, I know. It's huge. Um, I don't. Personally, I have some guesses. And apparently there was a similar sighting in 2014. So in the night of August 24th, August in 2014, a pilot flew a 747 from Hong Kong to Anchorage while flying over the vast Pacific Ocean somewhere southeast of the Russian Kam- Kamchatka Peninsula. They had one of the strangest experiences where they were five hours into the flight and they see these extremely bright red lights within the, the clouds. So this has been happening periodically. I guess it hasn't been reported in around seven years. So that that's interesting. Like, in around eight years. Like, I don't know what it could be. Possibly that I'm a very big hopeful when it comes to the supernatural like i hope it's something crazy like i hope there's like some weird bioluminescent sea monster in the ocean that just glows red more than likely some bitches burnt down a town <laughs> like that that's the m- most likely option i'm, I'm assuming someone burnt down a town or, or maybe a couple boats are on fire i don't know if people get together every couple years and burn some boats that that might be my guess i'd love to hear what you guys think some of the guesses can be um, as to what these red lights are. Now to the next story. I want you guys to hear this with me and tell me what you think it is. I'm going to play the sound right now. Whoa, what the fuck was that? That was the sound that comes from inside of a black hole. Now, there's a lot of things wrong with this. First of all, that's scary as shit. Second of all, how did we get sound from inside of a black hole? Like, how does that even happen in the first place? Like, I understand what. No, I was going to say, I thought, like, pictures was already, like, a huge thing. Now we're getting sound? Like, first of all, there's no sound in space, right? Unless you're a supermassive black hole is what I'm seeing here from NASA. And I guess the misconception there's no sound in space originates because most most of space is a vacuum, providing no way for sound waves to travel. A galaxy cluster has so much gas that they've picked up actual sound. Again, how are they finding this? They say that the galaxy cluster you're hearing is Perseus, and the data comes from NASA's Chandra X-ray Observatory. So this came from an observatory. So okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little flat earther for a second. Obviously, the Earth's not flat, but 
We're talking that an, observ an observatory had a microphone telescope that's strong enough to weave past the bullshit in our atmosphere, past all of space, all of solar system, our galaxy, to another galaxy, and pinpoint one black hole and then go inside that and tell us what that sounds like? That is exactly what they're telling us. I'm going to go ahead and say that's bullshit. I'm going to go ahead and say the sounds we heard were either fake or were just ambient noise inside of the inside of the telescope. There's no way that shit's real. On a lighter note, which I guess not really a lighter note. These are my favorite. Please sit here and watch this dinosaur racetrack for Washington's T-Rex race. That's all I wanted you to see. Um, there's nothing more for me to add other than that I wish I was there. Too bad I was stuck in some UFO getting probed. Um, the next one's a really big story that I was actually really interested in, something I wanted to touch on. There's been a huge breakthrough that puts the dream of unlimited clean nuclear fusion energy within reach. So something that I've always been a huge supporter of is the use of nuclear energy for renewable energy. Um, I think obviously we're moving in this direction where gas isn't no isn't going to be a sustainable way of powering most vehicles, aero vehicles, houses. I don't I don't even think electricity and grids are going to be the future because just to make the batteries that go inside of a Tesla, it's almost as bad as just using gas. But nuclear energy is clean and renewable, and it's almost sustainable in a way. So we're moving into that. Now, just to explain it a little bit, the old joke is that nuclear fusion is always 30 years away. However, the dream of plentiful clean energy is no laughing matter as we meet the ITER researcher to catch up on the progress of the reactor facility. By creating light and heat through nuclear fusion, the sun has fueled life on Earth for billions of years. Given that incredible power and longevity, it seems that there can be hardly a better way to generate energy than by harnessing the same nuclear process that occurs in stars, including our own sun. So I guess the major breakthrough that happened, it happened in late 2021, but I guess it was just really brought up. This came at the Joint European Taurus Research Facility in Oxfordshire, UK. Inside the superhero, inside superheated gases called plasmas are generated in which the fusion reaction takes place containing charged particles that are held in place by powerful magnetic fields. Such plasmas can reach temperatures of 150, 150 million degrees Celsius or more, which is 10 times hotter than the sun's core, not even the surface of the sun. So in a sustained five-second burst, researchers in the Eurofusion Consortium released a record-breaking 59 megajoules of fusion energy. That's almost triple the previous 21.7 megajoule record set in the same facility in 1997. So it's the clearest demonstration in a quarter of a century of the potential of fusion energy to deliver safe and sustainable low-carbon energy. So we're halfway, th halfway there. In my opinion, I don't think we're 30, 30 years away. I think we're fucking 10 years away from having some nuclear reactors strapped to everybody's car and there'd be no carbon footprint anywhere. And the last story of the day is something I really wanted to touch on because I'm a huge fanatic of underwater monsters, underwater prehistoric dinosaurs. The whole vibe of this show is kind of like, you know, it's underwater shit. We're into the trench, right? 
So ancient Megalodon super predators could swallow a great white hole, new model reveals. So this is something that I'm super excited about because I am tired, fucking exhausted of the Megalodon slander I've been hearing lately. People are saying, yeah, you know, it could have been just a big great white shark. No. They're like, yeah, some great white sharks today can get up to a Megalodon size, you know, 25, 35 feet. No, they can't. I am so sorry. That's just not the, right, the way it goes. A Megalodon is the size of fucking three school buses. But and well, you're telling me a great white shark that they're saying that it can get that big is eating another great white shark? No, so these fuckers used to say, oh, yeah, Megalodons were big, but they weren't that big. Like, they, Megalodon, they were huge. Uh. I have a Megalodon tooth that I've shown on camera before. That thing was from a baby Megalodon, from what I'm told, and it was that fucking big. All right? There have been teeth the size of my palm, and I have some big-ass hands. Like, these things were fucking massive. A Megalodon could open its mouth and fit a fat fucking family inside of it. These things were huge. And there's these people out there saying, like, no, it was big, but it was like 45 feet, maybe 50. No. A new model suggests people... That they were up to 75 feet long. Do you know how huge 75 feet is? To give you an idea, Godzilla from the movie in 2014 was 120 feet. We're talking about a shark that's a little bit smaller than that. Like, that is what we're talking about. Imagine that thing living in the ocean. And I'm holding out hope that there's one out there just hiding from cameras. But... These things were massive, and people, I'm glad we were able to clear the air with these very smart people that were, say, you know, kind of bigger than some great white sharks. No, they were were big enough to swallow whole, fully grown 25-foot great white sharks. And touching on that subject, I want to piggyback off into one thing. I live in Florida, and we used to not have an issue with great whites. I'm a pussy when it comes to going into the ocean. I'll go in, but I don't like it. And I'm always thinking, yeah, there's sharks somewhere. But we usually in Florida, we have lemon sharks, maybe a black tip here, um, some tiger sharks in some coasts. But we never have the fear of great whites up to like two years ago. And they've, what? No, I was going to say, and like big ones. Like, we've been getting some Yeah, we haven't ones. gotten any normal. We get baby sharks. Yeah, we haven't even gotten, like, I understand if you want to, like, Give us a test run with some great whites, God, and give us some small ones. But no, this, we've been getting the big ones. Like in California, that's where like all the great whites are told. In South Africa, that's where the great whites. In Australia, that's where the great whites are. And like, yeah, there's some record great whites. Like I remember the record was like 22 feet that that they caught off the coast of Australia. And then in a place in some coast in California, there's a bunch of great whites. Last year in Tampa. Florida, which isn't even that fucking far away from me. They found the largest recorded great white shark in history at 27.5 feet. Like, we're talking a baby megalodon in our shores. And apparently I came to find out that there's a bay in Florida that's so highly dense with sharks. And they say there's signs everywhere, don't go in the water. But if you, for whatever reason, decide to ignore those signs, those very smart signs that are trying to save your life, Inside of the water, they say you're never further than 10 feet away from a shark. At all times, there's a shark within 10 feet of you. So my, what I'm trying to say here is don't live in Florida. Don't live in South Africa. What? Read the signs, people. 
read the signs. Don't live in Australia. Don't live in California. In my opinion, is always stay inside, never go outside, and Uber eats all of your food. You never know when a shark's going to get you. It could be at any point. That's pretty much all I have for today. I wanted to keep it short and concise. I have just wanted to explain to you guys that I've been gone. I was very unfortunate that these fucking aliens decided to fuck with me on this day. I don't know what they did to me on that ship. I just, my bottom hurts a little bit. It's a little sore. I don't know what they could have done. But um, other than that and like kind of shooting me a little bit and scratching me up, I had a pretty good time up there. I learned a little bit. I heard I heard the language. I know that they decided that the short one, they decided to bully. I don't know why they bully that guy. Poor kid. But um, that's where I've been, and I really apologize for missing all these last few months. Uh, we're back on a super, super grind every Friday, 8 p.m., starting next week. Well, starting this week, but starting next week, we have a very special guest coming back on from early on season two is Daniel Rajov coming back. So excited to have him back on. Just so you guys know a little bit of the, what we're going to be talking about, Daniel Rajov tore his tricep a couple months back, uh, tricep extending uh, 100 pounds, and he tore his tricep. And that set him back a little bit on his road to 700 bench. So we're going to be talking back about it because he's made a huge comeback, and he is on his way. And I can't wait to talk about that, talk about what's going on in the gym culture. It's going to be a very interesting podcast. Um, please tune in for that one. And we have a ton of interesting guests lined up for the rest of the season. And just other funny stories and other funny events. Um, I don't think that's the last I've seen of those aliens. But again, thank you guys for sticking with us. Um, I know we've grown actually in the last four-month hiatus. Nicole was telling me I was, as I was in the UFO, we actually grew a couple subscribers and a couple followers. So I appreciate that, guys. I hope you guys come back. Tell your friends about us. Make sure to like. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to share. That's what helps us kind of get out of this little bubble of everybody should have a podcast. Whenever you see anything on TikTok, you say, yeah, everybody shouldn't have a podcast. Well, may, our podcast is fucking cool. So if you don't think that, then go suck a nut. We're cool people. Follow us. Like us. Share. Subscribe. Whatever else you want to say. To your brother.